0: Most of the episodes are in English, some are a mix of English and Spanish, and in a few, we only speak Spanish. I hope you enjoy, and remember to follow us on Instagram at keeptalkingco, or check out our website, keeptalking.co, to join our community and learn more about how we can help you. What's up, talkers? Welcome to another live. It is Friday afternoon. This is a bit of a spontaneous live. We've been putting out a lot of content like this lately, now that we've started our podcast So this is a live that I'm going to be turning into a podcast episode as well. Um, I'm excited about it. We're talking about another one of those topics that interests me a lot. And the topic today is how exercise changes our brain. Now, as most of you know, I'm kind of a fitness nut. Soy muy fanático del fitness. Lo hago todos los días, ejercicio. Uh, And I like to talk about a lot of these topics related to fitness, related to exercise, because I really think that there is a huge connection between Well, everything, mind, body, and soul. I believe that we shouldn't be separating these three things into distinct categories. Anything that's good for our body is good for our brain. And today we're going to be talking about how exercise changes our brain. Welcome, Brian. You're the first one to join. I'm happy to have you here, man. I know you were with us here in our fitness episode that we did about mm, two or three weeks ago. So this is going to be another related video talking about how exercise Changes our brain, and today's video or today's live, I should say, is based on one of the videos, actually a TED Talk, in our Keep Talking Interactions catalog. Um, and the TED Talk was done in 2018 by Wendy Suzuki. She's a neuroscientist who started studying this to see how does exercise change our brain. Como es que el ejercicio cambia nuestro cerebro? See, so super exciting topic. Um, and I've kind of prepared, uh, well, really a presentation that I'm going to go through here. But essentially, there are three main points. There are three main areas, three main ways in which exercise changes our brains. Entonces, tres áreas en cuales el ejercicio nos cambia el cerebro. So we're going to talk about all of these things. Um, welcome. We've got a couple other people joining us as well. Bienvenidos. If you've never been part of a Keep Talking Live or seen one of our podcast episodes, we give kind of a mix of English tips sometimes and then also we talk about other interesting topics uh, in English while giving some Spanish translations and helping out a little bit. Entonces te ayudamos un poquito para entender el inglés con esos temas un poco más complicados. Así que eso es lo que voy a hacer hoy. O sea, voy a hablar la mayoría del tiempo en inglés, pero voy a definir ciertos términos más difíciles, eh, pues palabras más complejas en español para que entiendan bien. Uh, y si tienen cualquier duda, pregunta, ponlo en los comentarios. Estoy aquí para responder. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and get started talking about this topic: how exercise changes our brain. Now, so really, there are three areas in which exercise changes our brain. The first thing that it does is disease prevention. The second thing is to increase our learning ability, and the third thing is to improve mood and mental health. Ahora, Eh, voy a hablar pues, sobre cada uno de esos temas, ¿verdad? Pero prevención de enfermedades neurológicas, neurogenerativas, if that's the right word in Spanish. Eh, aumento en la habilidad, la capacidad de aprender y de memoria. Y tercero, mejorar nuestro estado de ánimo, mejorar nuestra salud mental, ¿sí? So we'll be talking about all three of these areas. Now, let's start off with... Disease prevention. So, in the video uh, that I mentioned as part of the Keep Talking uh, Interactions catalog, what Wendy was talking about is how exercise really does a great job of preventing things like depression, Alzheimer's disease, dementia, these neurogenerative diseases, right? Uh, todas esas enfermedades neurogenerativas, no sé si eso es la palabra cierta en español, verdad? Pero depresión ansiedad, Alzheimer, etc., problemas de memoria, lo que sea, ¿verdad? El ejercicio ayuda mucho para prevenir esas cosas. Uh, Now, why does it do that? Why does exercise prevent these sort of neurogenerative diseases? Well, because it's working two very important areas of the brain. We're getting an increase in blood flow to the brain, of course, and there are two main areas. Now, the first area is the prefrontal cortex. The prefrontal cortex, which is right behind the forehead, justo detrás de la frente, aquí, Right behind the forehead, and that's the area that's focused on decision-making, focus, and just really kind of shapes our personality. Entonces, para tomar decisiones, enfocarnos, y pues la personalidad. Um, thank you, Brian. Yes. Degenerativas. Okay. Enfermedades neurodegenerativas, o degenerativas del sistema neurológico. Bueno, ustedes me entienden. Um, all of these neurogenerative, degenerative diseases, right? Like Alzheimer's, depression, etc., cetera, et cetera. Um, So the second part of the brain are the temporal lobes, the right and left temporal lobes, which are linked up to the hippocampus. And the hippocampus is the area that's responsible for memory, the ability to retain facts and information. So these two areas of the brain are the areas that are most susceptible to neurological aging. El envejecimiento neurológico en esas dos áreas del cerebro. But when we do exercise and we constantly increase the blood flow to those areas of the brain, we're preventing this neurological aging and this cognitive decline. Estamos preveniendo este envejecimiento neurológico y la reducción cognitiva con el tiempo, see? So that's why it's really important to protect these areas of the brain and that's what exercise does. Now, the second thing that exercise really does is it improves our ability, increases our ability to learn. Aumenta nuestra capacidad de aprender, see? So one thing that Wendy, well, like I said, when she was giving this TED talk that she noticed is that when she started doing more exercise, she had better focus, better mood, better energy. She could pay attention for longer. And I personally have noticed the same things. Now, for me, as some of you know who follow Keep Talking, I do exercise usually every day in the mornings, usually for about one hour. Uh, And then I also try to usually do a little bit of exercise during the day just for like, you know, two or three minutes sometimes. And this is actually something that I think is very important. I actually, I don't necessarily think we need to do a long period of exercise every morning, right? I think sometimes even 15 or 20 minutes of a workout in the morning is enough to really, to give us what our body needs to start the day. But I think it's very important, especially for people who do sedentary jobs, especialmente para personas con trabajos sedentarios, sentados en una oficina con computadoras todo el día, I think it's very important to have small breaks just to do a little bit of exercise throughout the day, whether it's jumping jacks where we jump up and down, some burpees, eso es cuando haces como una sentadilla y luego saltas, es difícil de describirlo, ¿verdad? Uh, Or some push-ups, flexiones, lo que sea, or just go out to walk a little bit, caminar por cinco minutos, lo que sea. I think that this is very important to get our blood flowing at all times, right? Because we don't want to just keep sitting there all day long. So... I really think that even more important sometimes in today's modern world than having an exercise session in the morning is to have several small periods of exercise throughout the day and this is one of the things that Wendy who gave this TED talk was talking about as well um, because I really noticed that like if I if I'm just been sitting at the computer for like 2 or 3 hours or in a chair for 2 or 3 hours I start feeling kind of like lazy like blah mucha flojera right um, so just do some exercise and that'll start getting the attention and the focus back because really it's said that when we do exercise we're able to increase our focus for about 2 hours afterwards that it really just helps us keep our focus um, we also get kind of an immediate jolt now what a jolt is is like un aumento muy rápido a jolt of dopamine and several other you know neurotransmitters and hormones but what dopamine does it's it's a neurotransmitter that's responsible for the feelings of of pleasure the sense of hope that we get, the motivation that we feel. And so that's why doing exercise is great to just boost that a little bit or jolt that a little bit. Boost, jolt, as it significa como un aumento rapido, ¿verdad? And it also, like I said, it helps us improve our focus. Um, it improves our reaction time, uh, nuestro tiempo de reacción. Uh, now, what uh, I did want to make a point about what type of exercise we should do. So they say, well, okay, everyone talks about aerobic exercise. Cardio, right? Ejercicio aerobico, cardiovascular, to increase blood flow and oxygenation to the brain, right? Um, that that probably is considered the best to get the blood flow to the brain, but really any type of exercise, whether it's resistance training, weight training, is going to be good for your blood flow to your brain and good for all of these things that we're talking about. So I think that a combination of cardio and resistance training uh, is definitely great. Now, we mentioned, okay, so you're you're increasing your heart rate, you're getting more blood flow to the brain, it's good to do this consistently. We talked about how it aids in the release of those hormones. It's also really good for brain cell growth. O sea, está probado que el ejercicio ayuda en el crecimiento de las células cerebrales. ¿sí? Brain cell growth. And it also promotes brain plasticity, right? The ability of new brain cells, new connections to be made. Nuevas conexiones. Cerebrales, neuronales, entre las células del del cerebro, pues. Um, It improves our attention span because it's improving, it's increasing the blood flow flow to the prefrontal cortex, increases the brain volume, and can even reverse the shrinkage of the hippocampus. Esa palabra, shrinkage, quiere decir que está reduciendo, uh, reducción de tamaño, más o menos. Uh, So it reverses the shrinkage of the hippocampus and of course it can improve our sleep as well which is a big part of point number 3 which i'm going to go over in a minute here improving our mood and mental health so we've talked about two things so far we've talked about how exercise prevents uh, neurological neurogenerative diseases we've talked about how it improves our ability to think to learn our cognitive abilities now for improved mood and mental health this is something that i personally just i really love because For me, every morning, the the main reason I do exercise is to try to put myself into a positive state of mind. It's not necessarily, of course, like as a BIPOC product, I'm trying to gain muscle and get stronger and help my body, but it's more about my mind than it is about my body. Es más mi mente, mis emociones, digamos, que mi cuerpo, right? Um, Now, there's something called BDNF, and even for native English speakers, this is an extremely complicated thing to talk about, but it's brain-derived neurotropic factor. Basically, what this does is it's giving us an improved cognitive function and less less anxiety and depression. So this is the key benefit, right? Less anxiety and depression is a result of doing exercise on a consistent basis. And even if you're just feeling you know, anxious and depressed in the moment, just doing one little bit of exercise can make a huge difference because really, The thing that i've come to learn especially after this year of the pandemic and some other difficult events in my life is that anxiety is simply a form of energy anxiety is energy telling us okay i'm worried about something i need to do something i need to release some of this negative energy right so how do we release the negative energy well okay one of the best things that we can do is go do some exercise think about it like this if you're feeling anxious or worried about something if you just if you go down to the floor and do 50 push-ups, you're not going to feel as anxious afterwards. Si estás ansioso, preocupado, lo que sea, si bajas al piso y haces pues 50 o incluso 10, 15 flexiones o lo que sea, o si saltas en el aire 10 veces, ya no vas a sentir tan pues preocupado, ansioso, etcétera, etcétera, porque el ejercicio alivia la ansiedad. It works very well. It works in almost all situations. Um, and like I said, it's it's essentially, it's giving a jolt, un empuje rápido, to the brain's reward centers. That dopamine. es el centro de, de bueno, no de premio, ¿verdad? Pero el, el centro de buen de buena sensación, de buen sentimiento, ¿verdad? Eh, de recompensa o de un, un buen sentimiento, digamos, del cerebro. So, that dopamine, esa dopamina, estamos aumentándolo. Una subida rápida ayuda mucho. Uh, and actually... According to studies, exercise over time can even remodel the reward system. It essentially makes it so we have higher levels of dopamine more available at all times. Entonces, está con el tiempo, o sea, si haces ejercicio diario, estás aumentando tu capacidad o la capacidad de tu cerebro a recibir y activar la dopamina, si tiene sentido eso. That's probably not the correct scientific way to put it, but basically, you're creating more of an ability. For your brain to release this neurotransmitter that makes you feel good and feel motivated, that is dopamine. Um, so we've talked about dopamine, serotonin. Serotonina is una hormone that stabilizes the state of animo, right? It's a mood stabilizing hormone. Endorphins. This is something that people always talk about. Endorphins. They say if you get runners high, right? El la alta del corredor. I know that doesn't make sense in Spanish, right? But uh, basically, after you've been running for 40 or 45 minutes, a lot of people feel like, like really, really high, really good, a really elevated mood. Si, ¿sí? después de correr por 40, 45 minutos, las personas que hacen esto sienten pues mucha, mucha buena energía, mucha buena vibración, eh, mucha esperanza, motivación, etcétera, etcétera. Eso es porque las endorfinas son pues, soltadas o activadas. You're releasing those endorphins. And endorphins are the chemicals produced by the body to relieve stress and pain. Um, so, that's kind of the main, those are the three main points. Like I said, exercise, what it does, it helps you really in three big, big areas. Three, well, it's, it's changing your brain in three main ways. What it's doing is first, it's helping to protect you and prevent from neurogenerative diseases, things like Alzheimer's, dementia, et cetera, et cetera. The second thing, is it's increasing your ability to learn and remember new things. And the third thing is it's improving your mood and your mental health um, and tons of other benefits as well. Like I said, I believe that everything is connected. I think that we've grown up in this world where so many of us believe that, oh, well, the brain is one thing and the body is another thing. Las emociones son una cosa y pues el cuerpo físico es otra cosa. Yo creo que no. Yo creo que todo está conectado y pues hacer ejercicio es una buenísima manera de mejorar nuestra salud mental, nuestras emociones. Cambiamos nuestros pensamientos cuando hacemos ejercicio. Cambiamos de todo. O sea, si estamos de malas, digamos, hacemos un poco de ejercicio. Casi siempre nos sentimos mejor. Imagínate, ¿alguna vez has visto una persona salir de un gimnasio sintiéndose, pues, horrible así de con la cara de enojado? No, casi nunca pasa porque hacer ejercicios te hace sentir mejor, no solo físicamente, pero mentalmente, emocionalmente. so just do exercise. This is something that I, I just love talking about. Like I said, our main focus here at Keep Talking is for you to practice your English every day. Me, as someone that just is so into exercise and fitness, and thinks it's such a huge, important part of our daily lives, and just seeing the benefits uh, and the scientific proof that it changes our brains and improves us mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically, obviously as well. I'm a huge promoter of it, and at Keep Talking, we do consider ourselves. A lifestyle brand, which is why we love to team up with people who uh, teach yoga and do all sorts of different stuff related to our physical, mental, emotional, spiritual health, because I believe it's all connected. So um, this live, like I said, this is about the end of the live. I appreciate those of you who joined. It will be available on IGTV. It will also be available as a podcast episode afterwards as well. Um, so thank you so much for joining us. If you are not familiar with Keep Talking, uh, make sure to check out the link in our bio. We're going to help you with your English while you learn about topics like this that interest you as well. So thank you very much. Muchas gracias por su tiempo. Que tengan un excelente día y de semana. Thanks for listening, talkers. Remember that Keep Talking is the best platform for you to reach an advanced level of English fluency and connect with a global community. Remember to follow us on Instagram at keeptalkingco and check out our website keeptalking.co to join our community and-